Welcome once again to Open House with Team Reba. I'm Reba Hass of Team Reba, Remax Metro Eastside. And I'm Eric Osnes from Homebridge Financial Home Mortgage. Happy weekend. Happy weekend. Boy, summer hopefully not winding down yet. Oh, it's the typical, I mean, we were starting to get a little of that nice freshness get in that, the morning. Yeah. I like that my house isn't 77 degrees when yes, I wake up. That's right. Get that chill in the morning. I but. actually, was it like 66 with some of the windows and doors open this morning? Yeah. And I very much loved that. Oh, yeah, for sure. There was that like, ah, I can throw on a little jacket and... <laughs> go water my flowers and vegetables and stuff. And it feels really good with a cup of coffee instead of sweltering. It's the get out there, go for a hike, you know, get out in the outdoors. Hopefully we keep a nice dry What about typical Northwesterners though too? Like we can't (laughs) wait for the sun. Oh my God, it's burning us. (laughs) Like (laughs) take it back. (laughs) And then it's like, oh no, it's going away again. (laughs) We can't make our minds up. It was a strange spring. I I, I was over in Yakima a couple couple weekends ago and uh we always like going there do a you mm-hmm. pick go pick fresh peaches if you've never mm-hmm. had one of those fresh off the tree oh, oh no we used to do that when i was a child with my yeah. Uh, grandparents yeah well a lot of the you picks are closed this year uh because the harvest was just so so bad oh yeah you know right around easter they had snow so they were the we pick only yeah yeah and 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 this year it was the it was the bees we mm. had such a cold late spring cold wet spring mm-hmm. The bees didn't come out when the blossoms were blooming, so oh. a lot of a lot of fruit trees didn't get pollinated. I know in my right. backyard. I usually have this this one uh, plum tree mm-hmm. that's just packed, and right. I think there's seven plums on it. You know, something oh, wow. like that, huh. where where it just bloomed. The bees weren't out and about yet doing their thing. Yeah, and we didn't get fruit. But it's the same thing happening over in Eastern Washington. Huh. Yeah. I wonder if that's like microclimates, though, too, because I will say we're both working on a transaction in Tacoma right now mm-hmm. with a mutual client. And that has numerous fruit trees and berries. And they were doing quite well, actually. Yeah, it depends on when they bloom. But it also, yeah. yeah. And that's the thing mm-hmm. is like, it's also in this kind of like meadowy area. And I think maybe your little microclimate might be a little cooler. Could very well be. So maybe your local bees were just like, nah. <laughs> nah, not ready yet. No. Well, and I spoke with one orchard owner over in Yakima and I'm like, you pick this year? They're like, no, we're not going to do it. Just not enough fruit. And they explained, you know, mm-hmm. it was snow and Easter and then a late right. spring and yeah. then it got really hot later and it just messed up the crops. So that's going on. Gosh, but it sounds like it. the market in real estate. <laughs> that's right. Absolutely. Uh, it's a little bit like that. People who didn't get, who weren't the bees <laughs> in the spring are yeah. kind of regretting that. It could very well be part of it. Well, I don't know. But that's, that's why you and I are going to have... A very interesting show for anyone listening in today because we're going to do a little deep dive. Yeah, let's try Hopefully and you won't get be this figured stung out. By right, anything be- because you, I know you've mm-hmm. you've mentioned this, and and, and mm-hmm. myself, we hear people talking and they're talking oh, yeah. about the market and they're they're saying, yeah they're not oh, even talking to us sometimes. I'm no, just like walking no. down a hallway hearing somebody have a conversation. I, I don't want to I don't want to be that person, but mm-hmm. it's like. No, you're wrong about that. No, sometimes I will be that person. (laughs) (laughs) I was on a date the other night when that happened. That's why I didn't do it, because otherwise I would have been delayed walking back from the ladies' room and be like, 
where, right. where is she? <laughs> You're going to carry around your whiteboard. You know, here's yeah, some stats. You know, precisely. You're be thinking about this. Yes. You know, because there is all this talk now. People are, are seeing what's going on in the market. There's mm-hmm. a lot of headlines out there that are designed to generate clicks and yes. could possibly be a little bit misleading about what's mm. going on. You think? Huh. Yeah, I know. People wouldn't do that, would they? Oh, no, not at all, right? Try and mislead the public? <laughs> well, uh, you know, I'm looking at one headline here right now that says the title is The Sharp Slowdown in Year-Over-Year House Price Growth. Okay, okay. Let's, let's unpack that a little bit. Let's do. A sharp slowdown in year-over-year house price growth. That's a okay, key growth word is growth right is the key word, meaning mm-hmm. that the prices have still been going up, just yes. not as fast. That sounds like things right, we've but, been but saying. Right, but when you first, re- if you just glance at headline, you're thinking, oh, yeah, house prices are crashing. Yeah, everything's going down, mm-hmm. which is why I have a bunch of bozos doing some really dumb tactics on some of my listings with ridiculous lowball offers. Because mm-hmm. they're like, well, oh, well, we're, and I'm like, yeah, first of all, no, no. Like, I can't answer for the client, but I've also got their permission now that if it's under a certain price, just tell them no, because I keep getting yeah. a bunch of um, agents who are trying to do verbal offers, which, by the way, if you are listening to this show, do not have your agent do that. And do you know why? I do, because oral agreements in real estate are not binding. Exactly. So it's not a legal practice that someone can be doing. Mm-hmm. And it certainly leads to huge liability exposure for mm-hmm. a lot of people. And it's it's a frustration because I can't even and it's it's people just trying to kind of test, mm-hmm. right? They're just trying to test. In fact, I had this conversation with the the owner of this property because here's what he also ended up doing. He starts telling me about the neighbor has a friend. Friend has no name. Right. And I, I, oh my gosh, I have fielded so many of these dumb phone calls where someone's like, well, my client really, you know, we went and looked at it, but they're only qualified to this much. And they're wondering if you would take, and it's like close to a hundred thousand dollars off the asking price. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, first of all, shame on you agent. If your client can't afford the house, why are you showing it to them? Right. Right. Especially if we're wildly outside Yep. Of what they're qualified for. Yep. Because it's one thing if, you know, because like, we use the tactic sometimes for creativity. Of like, all right, because we do know some sellers do overprice still, we will put a search in for like 5% above what their top end is. Mm-hmm. Right. Because that way at least something comes into our view. You can see it. The that market. we know mm-hmm. most agents won't drop more than 2 to 5% max on right. the first price drop. Mm-hmm. Right? So it's like, let's just get at least our eyes on it. So in case it comes into your price point, let's do that. Yeah. These people are going like 10 to 15% above. Well, you're just setting your client up for heartache. Oh, yeah. In fact, I, I had one of those over, over uh, on Memorial Day mm-hmm. or Labor Day, excuse me, Labor Day. Yeah. And, and it was exactly that. Hey, we found this house. We want to make an offer. It's mm-hmm. it's it's the perfect house. Right. And I'm like, what's the price? And they're like, it's well, we'd probably have to go six fifty, and I have them pre-approved at five seventy five. Mm. So we we have this huge chasm. And I'm like, well, I don't want to tell them no. Right. So I pull off the road. I'm traveling. Mm-hmm. I find a, a 
coffee shop. I can, mm-hmm. my laptop was dead. I plug that in right. and, and run the numbers mm-hmm. and I was able to make it work. But, uh, but you know, that, that's something that they, number one, they, they really, ugh, at least they asked me, at least they asked at me. I'll give, I'll give them credit for that. Well, yes. My problem with part of this tactic is it can partially come from someone seeing these headlines mm-hmm. and thinking, oh, because, I mean, even at your own summer barbecue, mm-hmm. I talked about this on here. Somebody walked up to me and they said, I heard prices drop 30%. And I went, mm-hmm. where? Where did you hear that? Because I know it wasn't from me or you. Yeah, 16 right? years ago they did. Right. And <laughs> I, yeah. But then I also, I, I asked, where did you hear that? They couldn't name the source. Right? right. And I said, are you sure that what we're not talking about is the 30% bidding up over asking price, which probably was an accurate mm-hmm. original value? Right. Because there's a difference. Right. Bidding well, over asking price. I mean, you and I, for the last couple of years, the whole tactic has been, you know, if you are going to pay over the asking price, that's why appraisal gap guarantees were required. Mm-hmm. Because it wasn't necessarily the real value of the house. And you had to possibly grow into what you were paying for right. it. Right. Yeah, that's right? something that gets that's, lost on a, on a lot of people. But, right. But it also feeds into the overall statistic. Right. Yeah. And this this headline, the sharp slowdown in year-over-year house price growth, mm-hmm. just to, to clarify what that means, annual home price growth, this is nationally, mm-hmm. slowed for the third consecutive month in July, but remained elevated at 15.8%. Okay. So it's still good growth. So home prices have <laughs> like, gone up. Ah! Let me let me translate that. Home prices have gone up 15.8%, you know, so far this so yes. far this year. Nationally. Nationally. Now I, let's let's carry it just a little bit mm-hmm. further though. Notably though, home prices did actually decline from June to July mm-hmm. by 0.3%. Okay. Okay. So we're up 158 for the year. Yeah. Down 0.3 from from June to July. Right. And and June coincidentally was was a peak for mortgage interest yes. rates. Yes, it was. Which does affect affordability. It does. Right. So So what we know happened was everyone went <gasps> had a collective moment right right kind of stopped because for for some of us you know in my your age range like we very much remember what the recession was but people didn't know what this was yet Mm -hmm. and i think there was a collective pause while everyone kind of went well let's just take a minute and see what's about to happen Mm -hmm. yeah because you and I have been having this conversation, not on the show yet. I mean, we've talked about it a little bit on the show, but I've been getting vehement about this now in that I believe that by the end of this year, we're going to be back to not the crazy bidding wars, mm-hmm. but I do believe inventory is shrinking. I can prove that. Mm-hmm. And... I think we're going to get back into, because you and I have been saying this for years, we have a housing shortage. Mm-hmm. We actually, because of Labor Day weekend, we brought back and did a reprise of the Randy Banneker show that was from earlier this year. where We were talking about the housing shortage mm-hmm. that right. we have because we wanted to remind you, listener, that we still have a shortage. Right. And so a couple of months of people panicking, 
isn't going to take us into the same situation we had 2007 to 2010 because we're not in the same overall conditions of that. Not even close. No. Yeah. So that's what we're going to be diving even more deeply Mm -hmm. into on the rest of this program. But I just... I kind of lose my mind a little bit (laughs) when that stuff starts getting thrown around. So if I am that person who stops to chat with you, I just can't help myself. Sorry, but I am that person. Mm -hmm. We'll be back with more Open House with Team Reba. Welcome back to Open House with Team Reba. I'm Eric Osses here from HomeBridge Financial Home Mortgage. And I'm Reba Hass from Team Reba. And we are here every Saturday at 2 o'clock. And Sundays at 3. And always on podcast. Always. We have over 270 episodes. And do you know what is this month? This is, oh my gosh, this is our seven year anniversary September for the show. September 15th. I had a Facebook memory that gave me the exact date because I did a post Aww. way back when, September 15th, 2015. For crying out loud. You and I started this little program on AM 1300, which we are back on right. now as right. of August 1st, full time, right? Right, yes. So yeah, we've come full circle. And still doing this. And if you, so we're talking all these things. We're going to be going deep into some of the statistics and numbers around all of what's going on in the marketplace. But listener, if you actually go onto your favorite podcast program and even go back to our early shows, Mm -hmm. you want to get a historical reference? This show has been doing it for seven years. Right. Along with predictions of what's going on in the market. Absolutely. And we've been pretty on a lot of these in fact, with, with the exception of this year probably for no, me at least well you know what here's my caveat on that though you and i we started out this year um some of the stuff that we were talking about in those prognostications okay yeah you predicted on interest rates mm-hmm. yes things went a little more wonky on that however we also predicted what was going to happen with appreciation mm-hmm You were very modest Mm -hmm. and thought we would be in the single digits. Yes, I did. And I said, I thought because the MLS is a, you know, bunch of counties, it's like 26 or 39 counties Mm -hmm. here, um, that it's, I I still said because of growth in other smaller markets, we were still as a MLS, we were still going to hit double digits Mm -hmm. in Washington. And so far... Yeah. That is still proving true. It is. Yeah, for sure. And and with interest rates, you know, rising, there's been some sort of extraordinary events that mm-hmm. that caused them to to spike and go mm-hmm. go wonky on us. Yeah. And uh those situations are are still out there. Uh we'll probably let's let's kind of suss out this housing yeah. market first and we'll get into some interest rates as well right. and what's going on uh on that side of the equation. So, well do you want to talk about what rates are doing right now? I suppose I could. Yeah. I mean, why not? Because if okay. somebody is listening to our show and they want to know what the latest update is, because most of the time when we do the program, if you're new to our show, usually within the first one to two segments, we talk about what's going on with rates, mm-hmm. right? And then we like deep dive into whoever our subject matter expert is that we might have as a mm-hmm. guest, or you and I dive into what's going on in the market itself. Right, right, right. And Absolutely. we pick apart a number of different issues, as well as things like what we're doing today, mm-hmm. which is what's going on with the actual market. Yes, right. Exactly. Not the let's 
pick and choose and play with the stats to tell a story in some <laughs> right. weird way. Like, let's really narrow it down. But like, let's go ahead and hit those rates so that sure. we understand what the rest of this show is going to be impacted right. by. And and I, I do like to give some of the whys of, yeah. of what is going on with rates. And right. it's, you know, there's a lot of good information on the internet, but there's also a lot of, of waiting through that you have to get mm-hmm. really sort of a yeah. an honest opinion of what's, what's happening. Mm-hmm. Um, Mortgage rates, I've said this many, many times, are driven by the bond market, and the bond market is driven by fear fear of inflation. And boy, do we have that. You yes. know, we've, we've, that's yep. been the. Well, it's been shoved in our face all year. So, yeah. <laughs> it, it has. <laughs> so, everybody knows about inflation. You, know, mm-hmm. you don't have to look very hard before you can find that. Nope. Um, you know, rates did peak in mid June. And then they, they started to soften into July. Mm-hmm. Uh, but just like some of us, though, they got overheated again in August. Mm-hmm. And we, we had sort of a sideways range, but August was just a, not a good month for rates. Um, we were looking good in July due to signs of a slowing economy. There was a lot of talk about recession. Are we in a recession? Are we not a recession? You can look, listen back to our shows, and I, you know, there's a, we, we were never officially in a recession, but it was sure kind of starting to look that way. And um, bond traders in August changed their mind about that whole recession thing, and they braced for prolonged higher energy costs. And, and this last week was no exception on that, where OPEC uh, came out and said, you know, I know you want us to increase production. Eh, we think we're just going to take more profit and not do that. Mm. So we're just going to go ahead and cut production by 100,000 barrels a day. And uh, along with that, uh, Jerome Powell made a very hawkish speech two weeks ago at the Jackson Hole Economic Summit. That's a uh, economic summit where where central bankers come in from all around the world to talk about policy and economics, mm-hmm. and and Powell basically said it's going to be painful here for a while. Mm-hmm. He's he's basically following the footsteps of Paul Volcker, who was Fed chairman back in the in the mid '80s to you know that to you know knock out inflation that was running rampant at that right. time. So bonds have. We're negative all into August, and unfortunately, as we've rolled into September, it's not too much better. Uh, it didn't help last week. We got a really strong jobs report, uh, jobs increasing 442,000 for the month of August. Although, when you look at that jobs report, I thought this was interesting that mm-hmm. 82% of the jobs created were 16 to 19-year-olds. Not exactly. Wait, say that again. 82% of the 442,000 jobs created in August Uh were 16 to 19-year-old kids. Was that because... Just the type of jobs. I know, but like the type of jobs they normally get are things like what? Fast food? Retail. Retail. um, Fast food. I mean, there were some uh, professional. There was a little bit of education and health service, but mostly Mm -hmm. big ones are retail and leisure and hospitality. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. So, So, okay. And that's also (laughs) summertime. So kids taking summer jobs? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Now the unemployment rate went up a little bit, went to 3.7% from 3.5%. You know, so we saw unemployment coming up a little bit. Um, but you that's six still em- a great. <laughs> still well, a great, oh my okay. god! In the recession, we were at like ten percent, right? Nationally, I, li- I like on. to look at U six yeah. unemployment, which is a more broad okay. level. It, it includes people that are 
looking for work. It's mm-hmm. it's also seasonal people or marginally right. employed people. That one's at seven percent. It went up from six point seven percent. Okay. Um, oh, one other statistic I thought was really really interesting. If you look at the unemployment rate based on education of people, make sure your kids are listening to this. Mm-hmm. If you have less than a high school diploma, that made up 6.2% of the unemployed. Mm-hmm. If you had a high school graduation but no college, that was 4.2% mm-hmm. of the unemployed. If you had some college or an associate degree, a two-year degree, that was 2.9%. There you go. If you had a bachelor's degree or higher, 1.9%. Go to school. You know, yeah. get that degree. If it doesn't have to be college, but get a vocational or yeah. something. Rent and technical get college would trade. love to have yes, you yes, with yes, some yes, really yes. well-paying jobs at yeah. the end. Because you can just see it in yeah. the stats. If, yeah. if you have no education or little education, yeah. guess what? It's You're really hard to get a job. Much more often than yeah. somebody who isn't. Yeah. Anyway, I, I, I found Unless that Unless you're out. Richard Branson, who never right. finished high school. That's right. You're, you're, that's a rarity. Side note. Okay, when, when my oldest boy was a junior in high school, I took him to University of Washington campus in the spring. The mm-hmm. blossoms are blooming. It's beautiful. We went through the quad. We went through the, the library, Susalo, and we went through mm-hmm. all the library. We looked at the campus. I go, what do you mm-hmm. think? He goes, I love it. I want to go here. I'm like, great. We got one more stop to make. And then we went to, to no offense to anybody out there, but North Seattle Community College. Mm-hmm. And it's concrete. It's yeah. gray. It's a bit drab, let's be honest. Right. And I well, looked does it at, have the same funding? Right. And I looked at this. I'm like, what do you think about this one? Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, I don't like it at all. I, I want to go to UW. I go, okay, yeah. well, this is your grades right now. <laughs> gotcha. And he's like, I got it. <laughs> and and so he had that. Which gave, one of your we, sons was this again? This is Kyle. Yeah. Kyle. So he gave him that visual. And yeah. guess where he went? He went to UW. Yeah. Yeah, he rallied. Well, and, yeah, he rallied. Well, and he's back here and bought a house recently with his wife. Yes, he did. And... Uh, is from what I understand, I'm talking to him because his company is expanding. Graduated second in his class. There you go. You know, so there, there you go. There's some incentive. Yes, ab- absolutely. All right. You're an inspiration. All right, that's your aspirational story of the day. Absolutely. Thank you. So okay. Anyway, so Proud we've got dad. all this craziness going on. Inflation is still weighing very, very heavy on the mm-hmm. markets. They're also looking at Europe and the European markets, which are having the same struggles mm-hmm. that that we are. Uh, it's it's it means we're in for a little bit longer ride uh, with these rates than, than we had hoped. So here's the national averages: uh, conventional thirty-year fixed-rate mortgage six point two five percent, you know, for the week. So we're up mm-hmm. we're up significantly, quarter percent from a week ago. Fifteen-year uh, fixed rates five point four percent. We're up a point eleven. Thirty-year uh, FHA VA thirty-year fixed rates five point five five percent. Still okay. you know still under that six percent mark. Mm-hmm. And jumbo thirty-year fixed rates five point two percent. Okay. So you know, still looking a little bit better than the, mm-hmm. the conventional, right? Conf- what we call conforming, right. uh, uh, Jumbo ra- or c- uh, conventional rates. I'm so glad we cover those all every time we do this too, mm-hmm. because you and I know that we've been having a lot of conversations because you've said that depending on who your lender is, in some cases, if you meet certain qualifying criteria, sometimes you can get that jumbo rate. Mm-hmm. On not even a jumbo correct size loan. That's right. That's right. And and I always and that look matters, at that because because uh, what was those the comparison five point five five versus six point two five. Yeah, that's big difference. In ginormous rate. in mm-hmm. terms of payment. Yeah, just know I was talking about pain mm-hmm. uh, earlier that jumbo yeah. loan programs are 
a pain. Painful. <laughs> Okay. They're, they're, they're more difficult to process. Um, we need a lot of stuff from you, documents, tax returns, lots of analysis. Uh, if you're okay. willing to put up with that, it's worth it because you get a significantly lower interest rate. May I just say a couple of things about that? Yeah. Stop talking about the pain. <laughs> Seriously. Because here's... if. If what you're looking for is an easier payment and lifestyle longer term, then you're going to take the short term. I got to provide some stuff. Mm -hmm. This is no different than when you and Absolutely. I. When you and I started working together in 2003, we used to talk about the low doc versus full doc loans. Mm -hmm. And to me, a jumbo is the same kind of version of back in early 2000s. People forget mm -hmm. that, you know, like in this world where it's like, make it easy, make it simple, make it, well, okay. I just want to stand in front of this house and click my smartphone. Right. Yeah. And the reality is, if you want certain benefits in life, doing a little extra it's worth is worth it for the long term. Yeah, game. absolutely. So let's, you know, it's like you got to go to the gym to get the muscles. You don't get to just look <laughs> in the mirror and go, I wish upon myself some muscles. Doesn't work that way. All right, take it away, Batman. Welcome back to Open House of Team Reba. I'm Reba House of Team Reba, Remax Metro East Side. And Eric Osnes here from Homebridge Financial Home Mortgage. Yeah, and we're trying to not make it painful for you. No. We're giving you the good scoop that lets you benefit. You know why I was actually making such a big point about that, though, Eric? Huh was because I sent a referral to you mm -hmm. who was working with a well-known local credit union uh -huh. who I'm pretty sure was not offered a jumbo option. Yeah. And when you're telling me that there is close to three quarters of you know an interest rate point there mm -hmm. that they could benefit from, mm -hmm. the cost savings to them, oh yeah, because right. they don't know what they don't know and they're right. first-time buyers. Mm -hmm. They don't know. Right. They just, the only reason they went to the credit union is because they got their car loan there and they thought that was such a great deal. And I was like, you know what? I bank there too. And I get my car loans and my boat loans there, but I wouldn't get my mortgage mm -hmm. there. Right. 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 Because mm -hmm. they don't have the same suite of products. Right. That you can go and find in other places. Mm -hmm. Right. Right. And that, I mean, my job is to be a guide. You know, like mm -hmm. part of the reason you and I started this show was to be a guide for people even if you weren't our client, I mean, would we love to have more of our listeners become our clients? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. But we care so much more about getting the right information out mm -hmm. that we have been doing this for seven years. <laughs> exactly. Like, talk about commitment. That's right. Right? And, like, you know, but one thing I, I love about our company is, is that there are multiple investors out there where you can get different there's different loan programs the consumer doesn't know about yeah um, we actually have an initiative with our company which is a lot of work for us mm -hmm. but if we get in intel on hey this this company's doing this cool mm -hmm. program or that company's doing that cool mm -hmm. program we can most likely set up a either a brokering or a correspondent mm -hmm. relationship with them yeah and we'll we'll offer that program we'll offer yeah. that product and it takes a lot of work to, to yeah. do that, yeah. but it's 
it's awesome because it's a lot then of we have these different keep, choices. Yeah, it's a lot of follow up for you know keeping up on all of those things. It is that that's the part that is um, onerous for mm-hmm. a company because you're constantly you know right. having to be on top of all those things and, and changing markets. But but the point of all of that is that you, what you're saying is it gives you more opportunity to supply the right product for the, it does. For the client because not everybody's the same. We, we say no. it on this show all the time. Everyone's story problem is a slightly different problem. You know, you, right. you look at a human being and a human being is a human being compared to each other. However, what impacts your life is vastly different, mm-hmm. right? Choices made, just like you were talking about your son, mm-hmm. choices made get you different end results. Mm-hmm. And that might impact how you show up. It's just like credit scoring. Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. So, so much that impacts it all, like right. your income, your savings. Because you could have somebody making the same income, but if one person spends all their paychecks and the other one is saving a good portion of it, they're, they're also still going to qualify differently. Or the the nature of their income which is a hot right. button right now because mm-hmm. there are several investors that are no longer allowing RSU income. Well, that would certainly Restricted explain stock, a lot of tech workers backing off. Exactly. So yeah. if you're a tech Cuz that worker, was how they were funding all those right. big, you know, bidding wars. Exactly. No so, wonder we don't have as many of them. <laughs> well, it's 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 something that is some of the the major jumbo lenders mm-hmm. are saying we're not so big on mm-hmm. RSU income right now. They're, right. So as a lender, we're coming up and keeping track of all of that. Okay, mm-hmm. this one dropped off, that one dropped off, but mm-hmm. I have three other choices where they do allow it. Yeah. You know, but it's important to know that that information if you're dealing with a, a mm-hmm. loan officer that yeah. isn't tracking all of that. Uh, you could be several weeks down the road and in ouch. contract, <laughs> earnest money, check cashed, mm-hmm. and uh, all of a sudden, ouch. Ooh, ooh. Yeah, that doesn't uh, work. Yeah, rut row. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. So that's good. Right. So, so so we have a market that is still going up, mm-hmm. although it's it's decelerating. You know, mm-hmm. we're not on the Autobahn anymore. We're we're jumping down a, a side street or a, an arterial maybe. We're not on a dirt road yet. We're not going down a hill yet. <laughs> How many maybe we hit a few potholes. Oh my god. Stop. Stop. Oh my god. So but well, I guess we're, let's look at let's look at our local stuff, yeah. right? Because you you were just giving CoreLogic and a national statistic, mm-hmm. right? Fifteen percent growth, mm-hmm. right? Yep. Okay, year over year, we're like still doing great. Now that's national. Mm-hmm. So let's take a little bit closer look nearby, right? Like here in our local marketplace. Mm-hmm. And and now, especially because the show is supposed to be able to radiate from, you know, the Canadian border all the way down to the Oregon border, um, more of you, this matters. And so it's good that we've been covering the whole MLS for, for quite some time. Mm-hmm. Um, the numbers that I'm looking at, so the Northwest Multiple Listing Service, which is a significant chunk of the counties within Washington State, um, they put out monthly stats. Now... Unfortunately, at the time we were putting this together, they hadn't published the stats yet for August, so I've only got June and July to share with you mm-hmm. right now. But later this month, I can I can update, right? But in June, so that was when we got the same kind of interest rates like what you were just describing yeah. in the last segment, right? So we had a huge dump of listings onto the market. 
right? And with that, in June, we had 14,223 new listings, which compared to May, just the month earlier, was 13,075. Now, this is not uncommon that we see May, June, July being the biggest months of listings coming up. Happens on. to correlate when the flowers in bloom. Yes. And the yard looks nice. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Now, kids are out of school. Right. Exactly. So, now the largest month we ever had was in May of 2019 with 14,689. Not far off of June uh, Not 14, that far off. 223. Right. Now, okay. and, and remember in May of 2019, we were just coming out of a short slowdown as mm-hmm. well. And pre COVID. Pre COVID. But remember, we were still in an accelerating market. Mm-hmm. Um, what had slowed us down was june of 2018 we had interest rates went above five percent at that time Mm -hmm. and that same time period that we had the higher rates there was the announcement of amazon hq2 Mm. which also made everyone go (gasps) right oh no just like we did in this june Mm -hmm. right now it was february of 2019 that that all turned around Mm-hmm. And interest rates started dropping again. Yep. And even though we had some of these large numbers of new listings coming on, we had a market that took off. Mm-hmm. Right? When we had that little slowdown, again, that was just a depressing of acceleration. You know, well, I hate the way we have to use these terms. It, it just slowed down how fast we were growing, but we were still growing. Right. Right? I mean, it's like the kid you have that one month, maybe he grows an inch and then suddenly another month, three inches showed up and you're like, what? I mean, he doesn't stop growing and start getting, you know, losing height until he's, I don't know, 65. We have the same thing. It's still growth, right? Yep. So none of it's bad. No. Not a single bit of it's bad. So, um, so we had these numbers, July, I think I already said this, it was 15,381 listings, right? Mm-hmm. So big, big numbers. At the end of June, there was 13,405 active still, which was double the year prior of 6,358. Wow. Yeah. Hmm. So we really did have a glut of homes, but that's because the buyers dried up. You and I have been talking about this. We went from January when I was begging people to put their houses on the market and nobody would yep we had three buyers for every one new listing and then in june it flipped and Mm -hmm. we had two listings for every one buyer right and that's where we got that's how we got here Mm -hmm. right buyers made a collective pause but the sellers didn't Mm -hmm. because you got to remember 2020, at this time, we had been shut down and we're just starting to finally get awarded the, you know, um, you know, necessary, you know, employee status kind of situation. Right. Right. Um, So in two years, there were a lot of people who held off following their plans. And then also during this last two years, we had people who suddenly had epiphanies. Uh, They had work from home opportunities people who decided they needed to be closer to their families. Mm -hmm. A lot of shift happened in this last two years. Mm -hmm. And I don't think we're necessarily going to 
go backward in any way, shape, or form. And here's the thing. May, June, July, the most common months, everyone believes that they should put their house on market. Most of the people did. And here's what we've been noticing the last few weeks. Now, I have one of my team members who's actually putting together a video of this because you know that on this show, I verbally often give the market watch report. Mm -hmm. Right. Which is the seven day window of new listings to price reduced, which is what we've been doing lately to listing pendings. Let me give you those numbers right now. okay? Yeah. But I'm going to finish up for our listeners. We're going to have this video soon and we're going to put it on the Facebook page for Open House with Team Reba and our other social media sites because we want you to see this. Because here's the other thing. Eric and I were doing Facebook Live reports when COVID started. And we have the numbers because I wrote them all down every mm-hmm. week. Yeah. And I have the numbers from those that they're putting into their own charts. And then we're going to put those comparing the beginning of COVID to where we were over the last several months. I, If I wanted to, I could go back to these you know, our past shows. But I actually went back to February. It was like 5th or 8th, I think it was. Um, I grabbed those numbers from February and then compared them to May through June july and now august and now i even have like september 3rd and i've got the numbers right now so new listings right now 1677 okay price reduced 1861 listing pendings 2589 okay so so those pending numbers have been staying pretty consistent, mm-hmm. right? They've they've been great. So let me, because I've got this on my phone, I'm going to pull up some of those numbers for you real yeah, quick. Yeah, and how many homes are on the market right now overall, like in the multiple? Uh, I don't have that right in front of me. Okay, gotcha. So, um, but let me just give you an example of comparison. Um, oh, shoot, we got to go into a break, don't we? Uh, oh, I will give more of the comparisons. We'll do this some more when we get back because I'm going to write down some of these so I can give them more quickly once sure. we get back on air. All right. Okay? Sounds good. Well, stay tuned. We've got more Open House with Team Rebuck coming right back up. Talk about this market. Is it good, bad, ugly? Let's find out. Welcome back to Open House with Team Reba. I'm Eric Ostinus here from Homebridge Financial Home Mortgage. And Reba has from Team Reba. And Reba, if people need to contact you or they got a question, want to know more about this market, how do they reach you? They can send a message to info at teamreba.com. Uh, or if you please always text before you call, because uh, someone even just tried to call while we were here doing the show, um, you can call me at 206 457 2984. And please send me a pretext so I know that you're calling. Excellent. And how about you? I'm easy to track down as well. You can call me 206-915-3742. That's 206-915-ERIC. Or you can email me eric at ericismybanker.com. Uh, that's Eric with a C. And if you're interested in in following these weekly market updates, I do a, a video every Friday uh, talking about what happened for the week and what's going on with the market and with rates, uh, just track me down on social media. Eric is my banker. You'll see me on YouTube or Facebook. And subscribe, and you can get your weekly you update go. and uh, and uh, know exactly with authority what's going on with uh, the interest rates. Okay. 
Yeah. With authority. Fun stuff. Well, With that, you know, that was a New Year's resolution I did about, I don't know, what, two, two and a half years ago, two, mm-hmm. yeah, two and a half years ago, I guess that I'm, I'm going to be better with, with video and being consistent with all of that. And I have, I have, I've done that every Friday now. I, I do that update. And, um, if, if I'm, if I'm late posting something, I've got people bugging me now, Hey, where is it? <laughs> Which is great. Right. Well, that's it. good. You know, yeah. People you are, absolutely They're watching that. it. They're, they're listening and reading. Yeah. And, uh, that's, that's fun. It, it also forces me to, Really, kind of condense down these these tidal waves of information that are mm-hmm. that are out there, and, and really yes. what matters to to you as a consumer, what matters to mortgage rates, really what's going on, and, and why are the rates changing? Why are they doing what they're doing? And that's a lot of fun for me to um, to nerd out on that sort of stuff. Yes, so, yes, yeah. you definitely do nerd out on it, but that's one of the reasons why we're friends. Because I'm a nerd. That's yeah. Right. Well, I'm yeah. a nerd too. <laughs> well, I'm just a cuter nerd. It. <laughs> Got more hair, that's for sure. <laughs> I definitely have more hair. Yeah. I don't know about the rest got of that it, going but yeah. For you. yeah. <laughs> All right, can I get back to these numbers? Absolutely. Because we went into the break, and I was just giving like what the numbers were. So you and I went through them during the break, but we're going to give them to you who is listening right now. So to refresh, so the numbers in our market watch of the last seven days are that for new listings, one thousand six hundred seventy-seven. Currently, price drops are outpacing the new listings. So those are at 1,861. Mm-hmm. Pending sales are 2,589, which is good, right? Because if you were to only compare it to new listings, that would be a phenomenal number. Right. But because we still have some of the glut sitting on the market, that's that's not as fantastic, but it is we're right. weeding through the numbers now. Mm-hmm. Right. Yep. And the solds in the last week was 1,956. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that means pending sales from the week prior now have gone to sold status. Yeah. Okay. Now let's compare that to a month ago, roughly. July 29th, 2,828 new on market. 2,593 price rejections, Mm -hmm. 2,858 pendings. Okay. And 2,201 solds. Okay. And, but Mm -hmm. really if, okay, so, so of course, July numbers, new listings were up, you know, significantly. Oh, very significantly. So 2828 versus, versus uh, June 16, 17. 1677. That's where we're at right now in September, not June. September. So 1,151 more listings in July compared to September. So the Mm -hmm. new listings have tapered off Mm -hmm. as expected. There's that Mm -hmm. seasonality. Yep. It's that's normal. Yeah. People start getting their kids back in school. They take their foot off the brake on, you know, but the press has been saying the, that, um, everything's dying off. People are not buying houses now because of the higher rates and, and affordability affecting it. Uh, but with with still 2,589 pending sales, those are mean people are buying ha- buying those houses. It's not it's not tapering off. No, not in September. No, it's no, not tapering off houses. at all. Yeah. No, because let's go back to the June numbers real quick. Yeah. So in June, we had, this is where the glut comes from. We had 3,595 new listings in that one week. 
This is June 23rd, so for a seven-day window, mm-hmm. which is like peak time. Yeah, yeah. Price reductions were at 2232 right? Because anyone who'd gone on late May or early June who didn't get an offer within the first two weeks, they already started price reductions. Right, right. That's what we've been seeing is like price reductions will happen within the first two weeks, not a month mm-hmm. in many cases. And the, the pendings were 2525 yeah. And that's when the interest rates were where they are right now. Right. Exactly. Right? So there's a there's only, you know, a few to 300-ish on the pendings that have that are different between these three different months, right? Right. And if you look at the new listings and prices that are dropping, because someone overshot the mark because they probably had their pricing, you know, when they first started looking at selling, they probably, like a lot of my clients did, they were originally starting to consider it back in January through March. Mm-hmm. And then they needed prep time, right. right? And then they were like, well, I want to target June because that's the best time to sell. And I'm always like, I don't agree, but okay. You know, <laughs> like, that's, And they were expecting that feeding frenzy. They were. They 100% were expecting the feeding frenzy. Mm-hmm. So they've had to do a big mental adjustment around that. That's some big mm-hmm. mental gymnastics for the people who hit right at that time. Yep. But I'm telling you right now, the fact that the number of new listings has dropped back to 1677, mm-hmm. I have been predicting that by end of the year, we're going to be back to shortage time. And I don't think it's going to matter as much what the interest rates are because people are going to be scrambling going, man, if I'm going to buy a house, I got to get into a house. I'm already anecdotally sensing that people are calling up saying, well, I was going to hold off, but man, I, I, yeah. I just, I don't see those prices really doing super crazy drops. And that's what this is about. Our yeah. prices year over year, we're up 10.4%. Right. Yep. That whole strategy of waiting for the, for the bubble to burst. Yeah. It's probably not yeah. going to happen. For the MLS, the median price in the summer of last year was five eighty nine, mm-hmm. and it's now between like six twenty five, six fifty. Yeah, yeah, right. And that is still an increase. <laughs> right. So uh, again, like the person who was at your your barbecue and was like, "Oh, they've dropped thirty percent." Baloney. Right. <laughs> I, I forgot. I forgot. They have not. <laughs> I forgot to give what a, one other interest rate, and that's What's the that? interest rate on a rental house. If you're renting a property, your mm-hmm. rate is 100. percent Oh yeah, absolutely. So let's put that into yeah. perspective so as well. That those median prices, by the way, um, that's the entire MLS. King County um, is currently uh, in June. It was 851, mm-hmm. uh, which was up 9.1 percent year over year. Um, now in July, they're saying it was at 810. Yeah. Uh, still up 2.7% because, um, you know, it was the same, uh, prior amount before. Um, but here's what I also want to mention is that you and I were discussing this median prices. That's not a perfect science because that's just for whatever did sell half sold for more, and half sold for less. Mm-hmm. And that is all predicated by, well, what kinds of properties were selling during that period of time? That's right. Right? 
So if a bunch of like higher end homes weren't selling at that time, well, you're going to see a depressed number. Right. Absolutely. And, you know, we've talked about this in previous shows as well. You know, affordability is a factor. Of course, Mm -hmm. rates are up, but get in. Yes. Get on that equity train because the values are going to continue going up. Do like what I did and what I'm sure you did is you you start with a starter Mm home. Yes. It's not perfect. Right. I just looked. There's over 400 homes for sale in the Tacoma area under $500,000. They're out there. Yes, they are. Yeah. And I've got clients looking for them. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> well, that's another episode of Open House with yes. Team Reba. And don't forget, class, September 28th, Ooh, 4.30. That's right. Sign up online. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks, everyone. Have a great weekend, and we'll talk to you next week.